Pivot Points is sponsored in part by F&M Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. NMLS number 401420. You're listening to Pivot Points with Kristen Quinn on the Stream Grace Network. Welcome back to Pivot Points with Kristen Quillen. I'm really excited today. Um, Okay, so I'm re-recording this because we tried this once and I didn't push record. That tells you guys so much about me. But um, I have my one of my best friends on today. Grew up with her since the fourth grade, Tiffany Barnett. And I'm really excited to chat with her about some stuff. But before we start talking, um, I want you to hear a word from my sponsor. Why wait for financing? Get quick decisions from a family-owned bank in your backyard. With financing designed for home, personal, or business, F&M's experienced and dedicated banking advisors are there for you every step of the way. Call 405-715-1100 or visit www.fmbankok.com. All right, Tiff, welcome to the podcast. Yes, repeat. Yeah, repeat. We're (laughs) going to give you the best of the first go at this. Like, this is going to be so good right now. We had a trial run. That's okay. (laughs) I think it was awesome. It was just an extra hour I got to spend over here with you. Okay, we'll look at the bright side Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, we both know, like, how dense was that? I didn't push record, but you know what? Something I would have done, probably, so. The people who know me well, that doesn't, like, we called my husband after that little mess up, and I said, guess what? And he immediately was like, you didn't push record, did you? <laughs> so it's so lovely that I get to have a home studio right now. My, yes, my nice sponsor, Shaw Financial, um, I was able to, through their sponsorship, I was able to buy home equipment where I can record her here at home. And we're actually right beside my fireplace. Sitting by the fire. I'm we so are. like cozy and warm. Yeah. And- yeah. I mean, we're Hanging ignoring out. like the artificial tree pieces on mm-hmm. my floor because I did take some of my Christmas down today. No, but this is real life. I love yeah. that you sent yeah. me a text message on the way over here that said, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, coming to my messy house. Uh-huh. And I love that I'm your friend that is coming to your messy house. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know what? There might have been a time in my life where that totally would have stressed me out and not with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've known each other yeah. since the fourth grade. We have been cheerleaders together. We have met our husbands and known them and gotten married, but in each other's weddings had our kids like you know our husbands think that we share a brain and when mine is absent he thinks that tiff has the whole thing and you know sometimes we both have half it's kind of a joke between them right but um so i never would have that would have never bothered me with you um it would have other people though but now i think i'm in a place where i'm like whatever we mm-hmm. live here. Mm-hmm. I got four kids, <laughs> and I have a dog. <laughs> right, I, and I'm busy. I do a lot of things, and there's smudges everywhere, and you know, there's dust everywhere. Yep. We live here. It's life. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, my sister-in-law. One time, we were talking about cleaning and just how it's really challenging to keep everything clean, especially you get it clean. It just doesn't stay clean for very long. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "It's like shoveling snow." during the blizzard Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's so perfect that's a perfect analogy right because that's what it feels like to me I can be cleaning one room and my four-year-old's in the Mm -hmm. other one dumping stuff out and I'm like the blizzard the blizzard (laughs) is going on right now (laughs) or even thinking about like social media and it sense that a lot of people will post 
the perfect social media post of what your perfect life looks like. Um, But we know that there's going to be the messy house that also, yes. you know, um, and the messy parts of life. Yes. And so I love that, that it's all real. I told a friend one, a couple of weeks ago, I seriously, seriously am going to do this. And now I'm, I'm probably going to have to, cause I'm saying it on here, <laughs> but I am going to post the things that people don't post. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm going to like, I'm going to give you a picture of the inside of my car. It is nasty. (laughs) (laughs) And I am going to hit record when my kids are like bickering in the backseat. Right. Welcome to my life. Here's my real world. Yes. Yes. Because we all have that. I hope that I don't ever portray like the perfection or, you know, the glowing. Mm -hmm. Of course, I have pictures where we're smiling and stuff. And it's funny that you say that because people will either, there's people who read your whole post Mm -hmm. and see what you're saying. And there's people who just look at the picture and move on. Yeah. And a lot of times I will say in there, like the couple days ago, I was just talking about how, how I'm looking at and how I am perceiving and what's the word processing the bickering mm-hmm. and you know the nagging and the kid who says mom a billion times and like so I put that on there some in, in ways but you don't know if people ever really read that part I'm like this is my life this does happen to me right it's not all rainbows and roses um but I don't know if people always read all the, mm-hmm. the parts mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm gonna I'm gonna do I may not do a whole week that would probably be a lot for people <laughs> I might do a whole day where I'm going to give you some real life shots. Right. Yeah. Um, this Christmas, um, my husband posted a picture of, we had all put his um, Yukon Miller's sweatshirts on and uh-huh. we had posted uh-huh. a picture on Facebook. He, I did not. He posted the picture uh-huh. on Facebook. Uh-huh. No makeup. First thing in the morning, Christmas morning. You're like, Thank And you. you know me and mm-hmm. I'm very, mm-hmm. I wear my makeup. And uh-huh. I my you and I are the and, same. I yes. rarely go anywhere without makeup. Yes. I Actually, really I don't. was very proud of you this morning whenever <gasps> you posted. I know. Because um, I, I'm like, oh, go Kristen. I mean, you look beautiful. Always, no. But, um, I mean, right when I wake up, my eyes are not right. And, and especially after I've had shingles, I still have a little bit of a lazy eye in yes. the morning. And so I looked back at that later and I was like, oh, what was I thinking? No. But you know, I do like that I can get on there and go, you know what? I haven't, I don't have my makeup on yet. Right. And right now my eyes are a little like yeah. messed up and my hair, I wouldn't even be able to get my fingers through it. And so there is kind of that, like, that's nice. Yeah. 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 And you know, he had so many comments and um, <laughs> like, likes and I'm like, I have no makeup on, <laughs> but it's good. It yeah. was good. Yeah. So, but I was the but girl. But that's to him. That, that is, I mean, he doesn't care what we look yeah. like. Yeah. So that's yeah. the real life. Yeah. And I can't say that I always strive to give people the, you know, real, real. I try to be real and authentic, but I also at the same time, I'm like, I'm going to wait to take a picture until Mm -hmm. (laughs) my makeup on Mm -hmm. or until, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, yeah. So, okay. So Tiff, we mentioned Tiff and I have been friends forever since fourth grade and gone through a lot of life together Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, yep. we, we are connected in not just a long-term r- friendship, but, you know, we're prayer partners and spiritually um, we're connected and we just, we get each other in that way and we, we, 
we help each other to grow, I think. Right. Yeah. We push each other a little and we can call things out in each other that, oh, well, my lab's now licking her in the face. <laughs> That's not cool for the podcast, Abby. Um, but, you know, we have lots of levels that we connect on. Right. So when I was asking Tiff to come on here, um, we didn't talk ahead of time about what we were going to talk about. Of course, we've already had a and trial run. Yeah. And we're already talking about other stuff. But again, yeah, that's we just are. an extra See, hour fun. that there, I get to spend with yeah. you. So. Um, but she wanted to tie. She said, oh, I know what I would title it if, if I was going to be on there. And she said, I would title it Heartstrings. And I was like, OK, well. And I didn't ask her anything about it. Not mm-hmm. a thing. And of course, she already explained it when we just practiced our recording mm-hmm. a second ago but Tiff what what do you what do you mean by that um just over the period of my life I feel in every stage of my life that I always have some type of pull at my heart and um and that can lead to good things and where uh you know I'm going into a next stage a next season mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. um but we also mentioned you know boundaries and that um when my heart gets pulled is that is that from you know, Jesus, is that you? Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, and asking those questions because I do take on a lot and have taken on a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, if my mom was listening, she would say I take on way too much. Um, probably my husband and my kids would all say the same things. But um, that I, my heart gets pulled. I just I'm here to help people. I want to help people. I want to watch people grow. Um, I love seeing the passion of of people doing best and, mm-hmm. and growing. Mm-hmm. And so, well, you're a nurse. Yes. So that says a lot. That um, being a nurse, I think, is the main thing that you just have it built in that you Mm -hmm. want to help people Mm -hmm. in um, crossing over from nursing and then to teaching. My passion was for those kids um, to watch them grow as well. And but, you know, I didn't just see each kid come in. um, I saw them differently. I wanted that kid in the back row that no one talked to. I wanted to see him smile at one time before he left my classroom. Mm-hmm. So again, I just, just that passion of, mm-hmm. of letting them grow also in themselves. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, well, that is a call mm-hmm. and that is a gift. Cause you know, we were saying earlier that not everybody wants to teach. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that was, that was a struggle bus. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that my husband thought I had lost my mind um, because I said, okay, I've been a nurse for, you know, at this point, Gosh, at that point, it was like 15, seven, 15 to 17 years. I can't remember. We're and not that old. I know. Well, maybe we are, but. <laughs> and he, um, I not. said, hey, I am, uh, there's a job positioning opening up and I want to go teach and do a cheer coach. And um, to the ma- amount of money, it was exactly half within $10 of what I was getting as a nurse. Um, so it was a struggle for a little bit mm-hmm. for the kids. And then we've. Um, just had many blessings in our lives and yeah um and then again i god has just prepared me for every step that i've ever taken and to the next role or whatever i was going to be doing next and he's just always prepared me to that next step and i miss nursing but i loved the passion of teaching and so where i'm at now is perfect because i'm teaching nursing right nursing components and health and teaching capacity um, so Mm -hmm. it's great Mm mm-hmm well, and the cool thing was that in that moment, Faye knew your heart enough mm-hmm. and your and to know and to trust you. Oh yeah, because I think you were being called really in that to direction. Tell me, no, you're not going to. Yes, do this. <laughs> just like I think back at the same exact thing, and now looking back, it's crazy because, you know, I'm. I'm I'm a, I have a master's in speech pathology, and that's all I'd ever done. And mm-hmm. I worked in the medical field in geriatrics, and. Um, when I told 
God. Um, I don't think I'm going to go back to speech pathology right now. I am going to be a full-time health coach and I'm going to do some writing and I'm going to see what else that the Lord has for me. But I know that he's calling me to do this. Uh Same thing. He was probably like, uh, Uh. what? (laughs) Yeah. But I told him, I was like, I know he's called me to do this and he's caught, he's asked me to pivot, which is why I named Mm -hmm. this what I named it. Um, because he told me he was building a platform for me to glorify him. Right. Wow. I mean, that was a year and a half ago. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I know now. Mm -hmm. And now I look back and I'm like, wow, you, you really did like build a whole platform. I mean, then the podcast came up and I have been writing and now I have this journey of, I've been diagnosed with leukemia and just the platform of that. Um, yeah. So you can look back and go, they really trusted you in that moment to, to switch gears Oh yes. and shift and pivot Yes, when they wanted to go, no, no. <laughs> stop. Yes. Yeah. So, but where I'm at now is great. So I, um, I'm still teaching and still doing nursing. And so, um, although it's, you know, you had said earlier, it's what you said you would never do. Right. Teaching. And especially like in a kind of a geriatric. Yes, I, I grew up um, in my nursing role and loved what I did. I loved labor and delivery. Um, you know, I got to you take care of you yep. whenever you had Abigail. And, yep. um, and that was one of my most special memories, probably one of my most special deliveries mm-hmm. is taking care of you. And there's been a couple other of our, our, our friend group that we've I've been able to mm-hmm. have a part in. Um, but I always said going through nursing school, I do not want to do geriatrics and I do not want to do psych. Um, well, in the period of my nursing career, um, everybody has a baby that mm-hmm. um, has ex- experience of some sort of, um, some mental right. um, emotions, you know, that are going right. on, that's some psych issues. And um, I was postpartum depression with Emma and um, I didn't want to recognize it. Everyone else around me recognized it, but... Um, and then moving on, and then I, um, you know, have gone into the home health field and some geriatrics, and now what I'm doing, all of that has prepped me for what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. and God's sense of humor was like, well, nope, you are mm-hmm. going to be working with uh-huh. um, some geriatric population, and I, I love, I do love, um, my grandma and grandpa put such an impression on me that to me, like, why would I ever say I wasn't going to ever do geriatrics? Right. So right. Um, my goal right now with my with our students that come through is just to say, you know, th- these residents that you're going to go see in a nursing home or an assisted living, this is their home. You're not just going in to make your means mm-hmm. and go clock mm-hmm. in and clock mm-hmm. out, but mm-hmm. you're there and this is their home and mm-hmm. you might be that only person that they see. Exactly. So maybe I, I can remember back, gosh, on a, a patient that was 98 years old and his son um had already passed on like he had no living no other living people and i would go and visit him and i i loved every minute that i had to go see him Mm -hmm. um because he he didn't have anyone to visit Mm, the staff that was coming in Mm -hmm. to see him was his only people so i i hope that i'm making an impression on our students that um that that is to them that should be their their priority is just to go and see those and love on those residents yeah if you have and and you know when i worked with that population I tell people all the time rarely did I finish a therapy session that I didn't cry during Mm -hmm. really I mean first of all I'm a cry baby and if you're gonna cry well I'm gonna cry with you (laughs) but they really if you just 
meet them where they are and you let them tell you a story or they reminisce because I did a lot of that in therapy um, they have the richest stories to tell yes. and they have history, history yes. that you do not know that you don't hear in school you don't cover the real story and I would go I would sit and listen to their stories and I mean they would tear up and I would tear up and I would think that's awesome mm-hmm I mean, that's just the neatest story. I wish I could, and you know, I probably should have sometimes gone in and like asked the family if I could record them yes. telling those stories because they might have been reminiscing about a story that their family had never heard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh I'm, gosh, I wish I. Yeah. We had the cell phones back whenever yeah. even my grandparents were living. Yeah. Then, um, to have some of their stories. Their war in stories. Theirs. Yes. And there's, I mean, think about so Scott's grandfather is 102, and he is sharp. He's sharp as a tack. He can tell you the names of men he served with in the war. And I'm like, wow, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He can tell you details about, and not just the war, because that has a lot of emotion attached to it, but he has a really good memory. Um, But just to sit with him and hear his stories Mm -hmm. and then think about, think of all the things that he has seen in 102 years. Right. And all of the change and all of the, you know, and so to sit with someone like that and have conversation, um, yeah, it's really rich. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's special. I hope that, um, I'm sure that the students do get that, but Mm -hmm. I hope that they do just grasp, like, it's a special calling. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm glad that, I'm glad I'm there. So Yeah. Okay, so back to heartstrings and boundaries. We talked about this a little bit earlier and just how, um, you know, especially as women, we wear a lot of hats. And so when to say no. And when, like, right. you're outside of what God's called you to do in His grace. <laughs> that has always been, um, I always say in, when I, in an interview, what's your strength and your weaknesses? I, it's, my answer is always the same. I have a hard time saying no, which can be a great strength because you mm-hmm. want something done, great. Ask me and mm-hmm. I will do it. Mm-hmm. I just have it written on my head. You know, yes, ask me, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's times that I need to learn to say no. And, um, and I've learned, I've learned to say no. And um, if I... And I, if my mom listens to this or my husband, they're going to say, no, you haven't. Um, but <laughs> They will listen. There are people that do come to me from time to time mm-hmm. and they ask for something and I say, no, I don't think I can do that for you right now, but let me find someone that can. And then at least in my heart, I feel like I did help them out. Um, I was able to send them on the right direction. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. So all you ladies out there or men who you really do just find yourself over saying yes to a lot of stuff and you're stretched Mm -hmm. really wide and thin say you can't but say you'll find someone who might be able to help Mm -hmm. them I don't even do that now like I need to take a step in that direction I've gotten to where I just don't even volunteer I don't even respond to the email I'm like I have I know I know like I know like no I cannot do one more thing um but I do like that approach of let me help you find someone who can right like jot down Mm -hmm. on your phone on your Mm -hmm. notes resources and then just when you come and people in contact with people it's all about contact yeah people and um and have those available and you're like oh you know what let me find someone I know I have someone in my contacts yeah that's a great tip it really is for the people who just carry around a lot of guilt because they 
don't want to tell people no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great tip. Yeah. So see, mom, I have learned. <laughs> <laughs> she has great strategies, yes. mom. Um, and two, just like when we're talking about boundaries. Now, I we did say, you know, even though Tiffany says yes to a lot of things, she's getting better, but she does have healthy boundaries. And we were talking about, you know, for the people who not only do things pull at their heartstrings, they can't seem to set down some healthy boundaries. Right. We were talking about how good it is like to bring a, bring a trusted friend in on that with you in that situation. Have that accountability. Yeah. Have that accountability and be able to brainstorm with them. Like, okay, how do I, Mm -hmm. what is a boundary? What does a boundary look like in this scenario? Or how do I communicate the boundary? Or how do I let the other person know that this is not the boundary over here. It's really right here. Mm -hmm. Like, bring you know right and sometimes that can be crucial conversations yeah that you're going through yeah which I find hard Mm -hmm. most I mean I've talked about this in previous podcasts before if you do anything with the Enneagram it's not the know-all be-all believe me but it is a guide sometimes about how your typical behaviors or your natural bend and I am a peacemaker and I will avoid crucial conversations to Mm -hmm. keep the peace I just do it's not I'm not saying it's an asset I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's a positive thing something I need to get better at but yeah sometimes it's or if I'm in a situation where there's conversations going on where I can tell it's going to get a little bit heightened maybe um then i try to change the subject are you a nine have you ever taken the enneagram test i have not i need to do that something's telling me that you are and that's why we are (laughs) such good friends i mean usually people have like a strong like oh yeah that's me that is so me and then they have kind of they can act in a way of a number that's closest to it so eight is like gets things done has you know is a go-getter. Mm-hmm. I know. I call myself you know, organized chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and we're probably the same exactly numbered because I, I have those eight, those eight tendencies as well. Mm-hmm. Like get stuff done. Tell me what it is. Give me, a, oh, just, yes. give me just, just cut to the chase. Tell me what needs to happen. Let's get it done. No yes. fluff. Um, yeah. So that's funny. I'll have to send you one of those yeah. sometimes. Some people don't like them. Some people think that it's silly, but I really think it's just a great guide for introspectively looking at yourself and going I could improve this right because you recognize what you don't do well too it's not just you're putting a excuse on it it's when I should be doing this I tend to do this kind of thing Mm -hmm. um yeah my lab is like we're laying on the floor or we're sitting on the floor right now my lab is like all over the place where she's I'm just making sure she doesn't hit the record button yep since we had a little problem with it earlier (laughs) yeah well and also on the other podcast I don't even know how we on the trial run I don't know how we got to talking about the word of the year but we brought that up and I don't know how it came up but tell us what yours is Tiff well um I think that new year's resolutions are great um Emma, my daughter, a 20-year-old, almost 20-year-old, and I have a great New Year's resolution that we went well and read a book for 20 minutes every day. And we are not readers. I, I have like my that. daily mm-hmm. devotional, mm-hmm. not a reader of books. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, we've said, okay, we're going to do that and um, and do that together. But um, I like finding the word of the year and kind of staying with that. And a couple years ago, I chose reflection. Um, I want everyone just to see a reflection of God when they are around me and mm-hmm. um, beaming off of me mm-hmm. and... Um, and everything I do. But this year, my word is intentional. And I just think it's important to have those intentional moments 
and um, one of the posts that you posted, I think it was just yesterday, about just your daily life mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. you know every moment matters, and that's mm-hmm. right. It's mm-hmm. it's just so important to be intentional, and in even those small moments. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was trying to say like even the moments when you're feel like all you've done to that day is be in the car, mm-hmm. taking everybody everywhere, <laughs> right? Because I put it in this perspective of. Um, one of these days down along my journey when I have to do the bone marrow transplants things I will have to be down in Houston and I won't be here for those things and Mm -hmm. that totally changes how I look at everything right so even the things that tend to drive us crazy in our day especially as moms right and I think I honestly think if you look at it that way of Mm -hmm. you know if I'm not going to be here tomorrow to then I need to go ahead and do it today yes right right and that is intentionality, yes. like being intentional about every little single thing. Yes. Yeah. And even, you know, you can be intentional, even if you want to take it all the way down to, you guys know, I love mindset, it, being intentional about your own mindset mm-hmm. on everything, on everything, you know, how you look and perceive and, um, react to everything that you come in contact with in a day. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't, um, I know same thing with like your conversations um, and anger. I think because I've probably been married to Faye Barnett for t- 24 years, um, there's sometimes I just want to come home and maybe I need to vent over something or situation or somebody and you cannot do it around him at all because he wants to see the best part of every situation and let's look at it this way and it's like, dude, I just want to vent uh-huh. and you can't with him. You have to, he wants you to be very intentional with your thoughts and how you can uh-huh. direct it uh-huh. into Let's look at the best way. Uh huh. So uh-huh. I know, and sometimes you're like, I just mm-hmm. want to that. Uh huh. <laughs> just want to vomit verbally for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really good at that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned that you know being your best yes, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing is um, being yeah. intentional with whatever yeah. you said yes to. Right. Then go and do it. Right. So. Because guess what? You can't be your best yes at every single thing. So that means some things you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be on your plate. You're supposed to pass them on, like you said, to somebody else because you're not going to be able to give your best. Yes. And but it's recognizing that. If you can't give your best and you realize that, I don't think it's a failure and I don't Mm-mm. think that it's like you lose. Mm-mm. I think you learn. Right. So. You're, you've grown mm-hmm. to realize that. You've come to a place where you've grown enough to go, that's not in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. That's not in God's circle of grace for me. You know, yeah. Right. Oh, I totally agree. And you know, we were talking about the words of a year, and I was like, I don't think that I have a word. I haven't picked a word yet. I haven't really given much thought to it. And just as I kind of got quiet for a moment, I felt like the Lord said, "Live." Mm-hmm. That's your word. And not just because, I, yes, I'm going to fight in every way I can to beat the diagnosis I have and continue to live, but live that that. It's more than that. It's deeper than that. Um, I look at it as like there are people that don't have a diagnosis and there are people that um, are not fully living. Right. Not living their best life. No. Mm -hmm. And they're choosing that or they don't even realize they're choosing that. Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe it's my goal this next year to show people how to just fully live and live out loud. Like, don't be scared to put some things out so there's two thoughts of you know like social media some people share way too much right and then maybe some people just need to see that everyone's real right and everyone is not so different from them 
um, those picture perfect um, posts yeah. are not necessarily what everyone yeah. wants or needs to see. Right. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, you know, this year I'll have to explore all the meanings that, that the Lord wants that to mean to me, but just to show people like how to fully live mm-hmm. and how to live out loud and use your experiences to teach other people. And sometimes just use your experiences and live out loud so that they know that they're not alone. Right. Even if it's ugly. Right. Even if it's nasty or you're in a hard place, they're not alone. I think you're going to speak more to people whenever you are being more real and not so Mm -hmm. um, perfect. Right. So they want to see those, Mm -hmm. those flaws and Mm -hmm. then they can, they can, um, visualize themselves experiencing mm-hmm. those same things mm-hmm. and maybe view you as someone that they can you know use as an accountability partner or someone mm-hmm. yeah to yeah. help them through it yeah because one of the things that we both love and you had already mentioned this is we love helping other people mm-hmm. we love um just the challenge too of brainstorming through something with someone so that they can see how to move beyond that and grow right that's fun and challenging mm-hmm. yeah Yep. Um, so when we were talking about finding those words, um, and I explained one of the ways that I find my word is um, either I have sitting in the car and I'm listening to music and I see that that the same song keeps coming on and there's that same word out of that lyric mm-hmm. or um, meeting someone and um, having conversations where some of these same words come in. And that's mm-hmm. how I pick my mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. Um is just again being intentional uh-huh. and listening. Mm-hmm. So there was one year that I tried to pick my word, <laughs> and I was picking it on my own, and I just softly heard the Lord go, "Nope, <laughs> is not your word. Your word is this." Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's good too to just kind of get alone and quiet and and really um, test test mm-hmm. the word. Like, is this what I'm choosing, or Lord, is this what you're kind of calling me? what word you're calling out for me this year right yeah yeah and those still quiet mo- quiet moments you know you learn to hear his voice that gets developed over time mm-hmm. or you might hear it in a song like we both love worship music right so as we're sitting here mm-hmm. before we were recording mm-hmm. and that was kind of crazy and yeah i really am looking forward to on my drive home um to listening to the song that popped up out of silence as we're sitting here in silence. Yeah, yeah. As we got ready to record, as right now it's getting loud because I've got family coming in, but as we were getting ready to record, um, we were testing sort of the quietness and the Alexa came on with a worship music. and Like midway in the, in the song. Yeah, like <laughs> midway in the song. In the kitchen, we were like, what is that? Do you hear your music? So we told her to stop, which normally if you tell her to stop, like, it stops she got louder <laughs> it came back on louder and we were like oh that's weird so we both wrote the song down and we're gonna have to pull yeah. up the lyrics later yeah. check them out um but that's fine well so i'm glad we got to i'm glad you stayed yes i'm glad we re-recorded yes <laughs> we always have lots we could talk about oh, yeah and you know we decided next time we might talk about raising girls that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic yes. but a lot of you can relate so mm-hmm. Tiff, thanks for coming. Thanks Absolutely. for being on. And you you are welcome to come back and record anytime and I'll make <laughs> sure I push the record button. Sounds great. <laughs> you guys, thanks for tuning in.